Helen McGalley. What are you drinking right now, Father Derek? Nothing. You're sitting in front of me. I have a uh, passion fruit LaCroix. I just wanted everyone to know that. <laughs> um, so today, happy Monday, everyone. What did you think about yesterday? Uh, I don't know. Is this a leading question? No, I was just curious. What did you think of yesterday being Leitare Sunday? It was pretty awesome. Yeah. So it was me and Father Derek and Deacon Pat, and we celebrated in our rectory chapel, and we celebrated Mass, and uh, um, it was bittersweet because we can't be with the people, but we were able to celebrate Mass, and we celebrated, of course, yesterday, Leitare Sunday. What does Leitare mean, Father Derek? Leitare means rejoice? Rejoice! To have joy. This is the amazingness of our church that there are times where the church actually just tells us to do something. And that was yesterday. The church said, no, you have to be joyful. Like no matter what is going on, no matter COVID or lack of toilet paper or snowing and freezing weather and staying at home with your kids who are going stir crazy and probably coloring the walls with crayons or I don't even know or but the church is saying, no, you actually have to be joyful right now. Uh, and I love that because basically what I preached on, and it was kind of awkward because it was Father Derek <laughs> and Pat. So most of the week when we celebrate Mass, we don't preach to each other um, because you don't need to. But on Sundays, you have to preach. So I did a little uh, preaching to Father Derek and Deacon Pat as they looked at me like I was crazy. But I preached on the idea of joy, that the church is calling us to be joyful, um, even if we are suffering, even if we're sad, we're anxious, we're depressed, whatever it might be, we can still have joy. Happiness comes, happiness fades away. But joy is something that lasts. Joy remains. Um, and I think that is so powerful because as Christians, as baptized sons and daughters of God, we can have joy even in the midst of suffering. That we can have joy even when we are quarantined and we are tired and we are worried. Uh, we still have joy because joy is always connected with what, Father Derek? God? Joy is connected with the hope um, that Christ has given us. The hope in the resurrection. That there is something more to life, that we have the love of God, that Jesus Christ has conquered death, he has conquered the grave, he has conquered everything and wants to transform our lives. Any thoughts? I like this topic for you um, because it is a topic which I don't, I don't, like I understand the perspective to a degree, but I think you you so much like embody it and I think people see you and your like excitement some people might think you're faking because they can't imagine like somebody <laughs> with, with joy like clenching my teeth like, yeah. hey guys, I'm like so you're excited acting right now. You know? oh my goodness but 
to get to know you is to is to kind of like yeah it cause it causes me to question like where does that come from you know is it something that you're just born with like a, a natural joy or is it something that you've really maybe worked on mm-hmm. and maybe a little bit of both mm-hmm. but i think for those who weren't let's say born with it they have a really hard time um stepping over the gap or what's the word um have a hard time getting to what you're what you're saying because you tell me the church commands us to have joy and the first thought in my head is how dare the church <laughs> command me to have joy <laughs> they the church doesn't know me <laughs> um, it doesn't know what i've been through but when you hear the church commands you to have joy, you're like, yeah, I should be joyful. I want to be joyful. I don't want to say it's my default, but I can live in the suffering as long as I'm connected to God. Otherwise, I've, I've fallen to sadness and despair. Yeah. Whereas you're really comfortable being joyful and suffering is going to challenge you. I'm very Absolutely. comfortable in the suffering and the joy challenges me. Mm-hmm. So there's there's really good. Um, it's always a constant reminder, you know, living with you. You know, when we get out of your our holy hour in the morning, you're like, man, that's such an awesome holy hour. <laughs> I don't want to punch you in the face. <laughs> Did something happen and I I missed it? <laughs> yeah, I really like this Versace quote though, and the line that I really like and that I texted you the other day. Do you remember it? Maybe. By uh, Blessed Pierre Giorgio Versace. Oh, yeah, yeah. So he says, this is on his deathbed. He says, you ask me whether I'm in good spirits. How could I not be so long as my trust in God gives me strength? We must always be cheerful. Sadness should be banished from all Christian souls. For suffering is a far different thing from sadness. Sadness is the worst disease of all. It is almost always caused by a lack of faith. Mm-hmm. And so what gives the Christian joy is not something like butterflies in our stomach or, you know, something that we feel emotionally. It's that, that faith and that hope in Jesus Christ. That we have a God who has claimed us and who promises us eternal life and who loves us with an incredible love and just wants to be with us forever wanting us to unite our sufferings to his cross. Jesus suffered too, but he had joy in that. Mary, Mary suffered so much, but she continually had joy. I love the joyful mysteries of the rosary. What are the joyful mysteries? If you haven't prayed the rosary yet on quarantine, please pray the rosary. Helen Magali. Helen Magali. As always, oh, shout out to Helen Magali. Helen Magali. Helen. Helen, our amazing, illustrious youth minister here at Mary's Seat. Helen McGalley. She is a huge, huge advocate of the rosary. And so pray the rosary if you haven't. Side note. The joyful mysteries, the annunciation, the visitation, the nativity, presentation of the Lord in the temple, and then the finding of Christ Jesus in the the temple. In each of the joyful mysteries, they are called joyful. In, In each of the mysteries, there is suffering and there is fear. Um, yet Mary continues and chooses to have joy. Like joy is a choice in a way. 
Like, what is the what is what would be the suffering of Mary in the Annunciation? Hmm. Like, lack of understanding. Like, she doesn't comprehend what is going on. Yeah, a death to herself. Like, her expectations, her dreams, her hopes. Yeah, Joseph at that time either was going to divorce her because he felt unworthy, or he was going to divorce her because she was unfaithful. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's tons of drama behind that, but Mary continues to trust and have this abiding sense of hope in God and has joy in that. The Nativity. That is another joyful mystery where Mary and Joseph and Jesus is born in complete destitution. Herod, the king, wants to kill them, wants to murder the baby. Yet they still have this abiding sense of well-being that they have hope in God. Hmm. So here is all of this trust. Yeah, I like yeah. I like the fact that you're bringing up with the suffering in the mystery. Because yeah. the suffering is there. But there's not a sense of sadness. Why? Because they're connected to, to God. God loves them and has given them a mission. And they've accepted that mission. Not like, oh man, God, look what you make me have to do. You give me these commands. Um, but the acceptance of the mission that God has given them and then joyful reception of it. Yeah. So even in amidst the suffering. Guys, choose joy, please. It is a choice, isn't it? Yeah. Anything you want to tell the kids before we go? Stop sinning. Okay, on that note, uh, have a great Monday. God bless you. Peace out, Cub Scout. Mary C's Quarantined is a Mary C's of Wisdom dynamic original podcast. I'm Helen McGalley.